my name is Sphinx Akasha Duncan. Um, I am one of the lead vocalists, and I also play guitar in the Gentlemen of Leisure Collective. I'm Jen Hassan. I play cello and uh, do some singing uh, for the Gentlemen of Leisure. Skylar Jones. I play keyboards. Chris Blunt. I am one of the lead vocalists, uh, creator, MC, and writer for the Gentlemen of Leisure. How did you find each other? Oh, that's a that's a fun question. Um, how did the ah, all right? So how do we find each other? Um, it's pretty much just a network of friendships, really. Uh, Lawrence and I we met in college. Uh, we were just we met through a mutual friend of ours. We were just playing music. Yeah. Uh, he I walked up on him where you were playing the guitar. Yeah. He was playing the guitar, and I was a young strapping rapper then, uh, with backpack and toe. And so, and it just started off as a cypher, and we had been friends since we were, like, kids, um, for the most part. And so, growing up, um, this this idea kind of came along the way over years, and it was just a, pretty much just a, a collection of friends that decided to get together and do music. The purveyor of lyrical destruction, the patriarch of musical <laughs> amalgamation, the scattered geek and renaissance clown man. The silent giant of technical wizardry. The enigmatic necromancer of guitar and pen. How? Sway? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. That's a lot of video gaming and geeking out yeah. at one time. Uh, we, How did we come up with the, like, for the most part, with the whole concept of the gentleman? Most of us are geeks. Like, in our personal lives... We do everything from, you know, your video gaming to even geeking out about uh, music tech and things like that. So comics, the whole nine. And as far as like where kind of like the origin goes with the whole gentleman thing, uh, we're from like Lawrence and I are from the South. And so one of the things that we always like to do is present ourselves in a certain manner because suits were always a thing. It was always a showing like a gentleman type way. And that that was our steeds. Like we were like, yeah you know, be a gentleman. Cause if you're not, if you're not anything else, present yourself well, yeah. you know? So, uh, that's kind of where that came from. And plus gentleman and leisure is a euphemism for pimps. So it was more like a tongue in cheek type thing. I can so see I that. May not all see ourselves as pimps. No, 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 no. None of us do. Can um, <laughs> the person who said that, can you pass them the mic? I want to hear what they said. Yeah. So it could be argued that, you know, we not all of us see ourselves as pimps because, you know, that would be weird. Well, someone thought that up. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It was, um, nah, it just, I was, I love the term gentleman of leisure because it was like, oh yeah, this is cool. They dress up just to do nothing. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I'm with it. Exactly, right? And so <laughs> so it was sort of like a tongue-in-cheek thing. And I was up watching TV, and I was watching some documentary, and it was like, these gentlemen of leisure. And I was like, that works. That's so awesome. But it was a terrible documentary I was watching. Oh, and I would not promote it. Uh, but yeah, it, it just it ended up well, and it kind of fit the whole stick of what we were doing. And dressing up in suits... Um, really helped us stand out from the rest of the bands. So we we like we love a good stage performance because a lot of us come from that 
that background, that's that live performance background. So it's just fun to do, and it gives us a chance to be entertaining and creative. That makes sense. And that actually has to do with another question that I have. Uh, do you have a special item that you wear that brings musical inspiration? Hmm. Yeah, what? For example, there's uh, superstition, right? Where mm-hmm. people will wear a certain item over and over again that brings them luck or has yeah. them feeling calm, etc. Do you own anything that brings you musical inspiration? We're, we're all performing together as the gentleman of leisure. I personally feel comfortable when I'm wearing a tie. So the tie is sort of like a thing with me. I remember feeling confident when I'm known I'm dressing well. And the tie and the tie jacket and shirt kind of puts everything together. So, it, you know, when you look good, you feel good. When you feel good, you do good. You know, so that was uh, that was my thing on that one. Now, if I'm by myself, if I'm doing a solo set, what I've always found comfortable comfortable was my hoodie, and I would always wear uh, different hoodies on stage because it just makes me feel comfortable. I can move. That is kind of hot. I've never seen and follow me a hoodie with a tie. You think you would uh, make something of that? Well, um, I would actually. Funny story. Like we did a show once where we opened up for ourselves, and so um, I was a solo. I did my solo act, and I had the dress shirt, you know, with the tie under my hoodie. It was really hot as hell, but it was a very successful performance, and I was very comfortable. I didn't look comfortable, but I was very mentally comfortable uh, because I could do all those things and have it all at once. So it was good. The gentleman of leisure that. That's actually not a new band name. There's different bands all over the world, funny enough, with the same name. Yeah. So what makes you guys unique? Oh, that's fun. Well, yeah, I can answer this one. Uh, So (laughs) apparently uh, what makes us unique in this sense is that we are all we went into this idea as a Voltron-esque situation like i grew up i grew up loving all different types of music and everybody in here in this band comes from a different musical background and also everybody in here can do solo by themselves so we wanted to do something where we can all collaborate together like under the gentleman of leisure umbrella and it's that's why we call ourselves the gentleman of leisure collective because it's it's many different styles and, and forms that can all come together to play music together. Now, from this, in the future, you'll probably hear a solo album come from Sphinx, or a solo album come from Jen, or myself, or Skylar. Uh, but it's all still the same family, sort of like with Wu-Tang. Oh, snap. <laughs> yes. That's an amazing comparison. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, how do you navigate the spotlight since all of you are absolutely talented on in your own right? Uh, just being humble, really. I think it's a team effort because all of us couldn't really do this without each other, whether it's off the stage or on the stage. I, I for one, am a solo, uh, I'm a solo rap artist, and everybody was like, "Well, you don't use any of them." It's like, yes, I do. I need everybody because we trade ideas. They help write songs. We, we were there for each other in moral support. If I wasn't in this band, these are still people I would reach out to uh, for information and guidance. Okay. 
Do you remember your first experience listening to music? The first experience listening to music that I can remember was um, at my uncle's house. I used to go over there and uh, spend a lot of time with him, and he had a lot of reggae records. And uh, so I would constantly hear, you know, Bob Marley and Peter Tosh and Jimmy Cliff always playing. So I, I consider those my first experiences with music. Okay, amazing. What was it about that music that grabbed you, do you think? And how old were you? I was about um, five or six. But the thing that grabbed my attention was the power that was coming from the music, the rhythm, and uh, the vocals. And you could really uh, hear the, the, the passion and the message. You know, it, it felt like it was reaching something that was deep inside me. Hmm. I could definitely see that. Uh, one of, yeah. uh, well, our music based very last episode is uh, Frisky. That's one of the moods that we explore. And I actually chose two reggae artists, funny enough, uh, Sister Nancy yeah. and yeah. Um, a song from Beanie Man that was featuring Chevelle Franklin, um, uh -huh. Dancehall Queen. So I definitely feel you on that. And actually, right. it's funny. Sister Nancy liked our Instagram post. So I'm just like on cloud nine right now. Like, what, Sister Nancy? Nice. So, nice. yes. Yeah. Yes. Growing up on Peter Tosh, that must have been amazing. Wow. Did that uh, affect your political views or your views on society at all? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely affected a lot of my views. You know, it's kind of my foundation growing up. So. I, I definitely incorporate those in my thought process, uh, whether it be politically and, you know, dietary, everything. <laughs> mm. Oh, no, I feel you on that. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> reggae artists are vegetarian or vegan. Yeah. It's definitely a whole, it's a lifestyle thing. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. A yeah. philosophy of life. What about your first composition? Do you remember what that was like for you, actually composing something for the first time? And if, if you're not usually a composer, performing a, compose, a composition for the first time, what was that like for you? It was in college, and I did my first composition on piano. It was kind of like a joke thing. It was called Tea and Crumpets. It was in the key of A major and uh, <laughs> very basic, but, you know, it felt nice because it was something that, you know, I came up with uh, my first time, you know, putting together the chords and the, the arpeggios and things like that. And, uh, yeah, it was cool. Were there any physical sensations that went through you? Were you excited? <laughs> were you scared? What I mean, were you experiencing? it made me excited because, you know, it was my first creation. So it's kind of like, like I could do this, you know, if I work on it, I could, I could, you know, make more creations, you know, you see kind of the potential and just the small step. And how has that evolved since you've been with Gentlemen of Leisure? Um, greatly, greatly, definitely. Um, I've uh, been able to expand further, you know, because there's a lot of uh, different uh, people come from different musical backgrounds. And so you get exposed to that and the music that they listen to. So it definitely expands uh, my musical knowledge and abilities. So I appreciate that. 
All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. If the mic can be passed to the female member of the Gentleman of Leisure, please. Okay, I'm ready. Hi. Hello. Um, Hi. If if you can repeat your name again. Uh, This is Jen. Awesome. Um, So, Jen, do you also come from musical influences in your family? Do you have a family of musicians that you've grown up with? And if not, what kind of music did you grow up with? Uh, that they've played around you? Sure. Um, Well, I had some musicians in the family um, that played, my mom played the piano. Um, My dad played the guitar and the piano, Um, never professionally, just for fun around home. So I do remember growing up and uh, having my dad around playing guitar and singing, um, so that was a great experience. Um, we, we moved around a lot when I was young, and so I sort of remember uh, the music changing like drastically as as we would change places and, and go to different places. What do they think of your music now as a creator? Um, I it's it's hard to get a good read. My mom is super supportive of everything that I do ever. So um, I don't think that she's ever listened to it or looked at it other than something that her daughter has created, (laughs) if that makes sense. Okay. She's just a down ass mom, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. She's just, if I'm doing it, she's in it. So, I mean, she's incredible, but I wouldn't, uh, I would never go to her if I was looking for a, uh, like a critical eye on, on something I was working on. You know what? I believe in having at least one hater in your life <laughs> because they will be absolutely honest with you, right? If they like something that you do, they won't say anything. So then you'll know, oh, okay. So I'm doing something right. If they're not doing, if you're not doing something right, they'll let you know it. So then you're like, yeah. oh, okay. So how, how can I improve on myself to um, throw it back in their face? You know what I mean? So at least one hater. Everyone should have at least one hater. Yeah, I agree. Put the fire I... under your butt. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but when it comes to mom, we love our moms and our moms love us, I guess. Like, that's, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I lucked out in that sense. <laughs> Unless you have a mom who's a jerk, then what can you do? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I have these guys, so I feel pretty confident that they would, um, let me know if I was headed in the wrong direction. So that's dope. They, you hear, you hear they that, can fellas? be my haters. <laughs> what does being a gentleman mean to you being associated with the gentleman of leisure? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of fun to be the only girl around. Uh, it's kind of like, traveling around with a bunch of brothers. Um, I'm being a gentleman, I guess I don't particularly try to be a gentleman. (laughs) 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 Um, I I think uh, sometimes I'm more around to uh, let them know when they are not being gentlemen. (laughs) And, to to bring a, a little different perspective to the table sometimes. You, you can keep people in check and offer a different perspective on things. Yeah, totally. Well, so how would that be 
communicated in a song or um, some kind of creation musically? How would you communicate that to them? Yeah, I I think I just uh, try to be myself. I think um, musically my background's different from them, and um, and just my perspective as the woman is different. Um, and they're also really funny, and I'm <laughs> I'm not always as funny on purpose, and so. Um, I think just by being myself and um, everything that I write is very much uh, myself. <laughs> um, I think that just kind of comes across naturally. Okay. All right, cool. Thank you so much for, for giving, uh, put, yeah. having me put the spotlight on you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, okay, cool. So I have four more questions left. Uh, is there anyone else who hasn't really spoken as much that I can speak with? Hi there, it's Sphinx Akasha. Hi, uh, the person who I was communicating with a lot uh, through email. How Indeed. you doing? <laughs> Not bad, doing how are great. you? Doing great. Um, all right, cool. So as one of the lead singers, do you get enough opportunities to meet your fans that gives you a good idea of what your fans are experiencing? Um, typically when we, you know, play it live, uh, we get a good chance to kind of meet everybody who's there and, uh, try to, you know, make it a, uh, a point to, to say hi and, uh, kind of get the kind of vibe of the room. So yeah, I, I definitely try to. Okay. What is the best song that you've ever performed with the band since you've been together? Oh man. Um, Oh boy, uh, I, I would have to uh, put it at a, a tie between the running of the dead and uh, don't as being the the best that that we performed together. I think dope don't is one of the best songs I have ever heard. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's it's a really great song. Um, Thank you. Yeah, who's the primary writer? I'm assuming it's Chris, songwriter. Uh. But oh, both okay. Chris and I co-wrote. Okay. Most of your songs? Uh, yeah, we both co-wrote that song. Okay. All right. Well, the last three questions that I have pertain to the songs Blessed and Highly Favored. Uh, Viva Peras ya- Lado? Yado? Lado? Lado? And Lado, yeah. Please Know. So um, if I could pick your brains on that. Okay. Certainly. Viva Peras, Peras Lado. Who that about? And <laughs> oh, can I man. get everybody laughs? Can on I that get one. all um, the dirt on that song? Oh man, that is a ah uh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, you know how you're on Tinder late at night, and um, so, nah, just nah. Actually, it came from like when I was kind of joking around with friends about dating. And I was like, yo, if you wanted to, like, if you wanted to be full honest and upfront about certain meetups, how would you break that down? Because it breaks down like a contract, you know? So it's like, yeah, if we met up and I just wanted a loosely friend with benefit type situation, how would I break that down? 
it's about it may be about a few people. <laughs> but um it's a more in general thing. It's more in general thing. And it's 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 a lot of tongue in cheek. This song is a general no, song about numerous people. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 It's a, it's general like it's a general like it's not about anybody in particular. But generally, if you're making like an offer to, yeah, an you offer. know, mm-hmm. someone. Yeah, right. It's a contract. Like, it's a, like, hey, this is what I'm about. This is the type of relationship I'm looking for. Would you be down? I like that. Honesty. Absolutely. That brutal honesty. I was talking with my friends and we were like, if you could be brutally honest about some of your some of your meetups, and things like that. What would you say? And this came from a conversation with some of my friends. We were just kind of joking around, like outrageous shit that we would say. But you know, from that from that perspective, it just seemed to make sense. Isn't it all so ridiculous? The dating game where you pretty much you have to be kind of untrue because if you said the the very things that you had on your mind, you probably wouldn't get a second date. No, no, dating is trash in general. So, like, <laughs> dating is trash. Like, I feel like a- after a certain age, I think you find out everybody's messed up. So, <laughs> it's just all about finding, like, what can you deal with that would work? You know? Uh, I-, I don't think that everybody's really honest with each other. If people were that honest, yeah, you're right. There wouldn't be a second date. But um, but it's fun to dream. <laughs> so <laughs> It's fun to dream. It's fun to dream. That's probably what I'm going to name this interview. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And you know what, though? It's, It's funny that you said that because that actually leads into the question I have around blessed and highly favored. So in the lyrics, you have this part, which is also something that you have in one of your band's hashtags. Um, if you are not a gentleman, then why are you alive? And so I thought, well, damn. Um, can you explain how that came about when it comes to the brutal so, honesty? Yeah. So uh, if my memory serves, we were in Austin, uh, what was it, a couple years ago for South by Southwest. Uh, and we were just kind of coming up with ideas for how to promote the band and one of those ideas was uh, going to be a youtube psa series about how to be a gentleman and uh you know trying to come up with like funny tagline to go at the end of that psa and first thing out of the top of my head was well if you're not a gentleman then why are you alive and it was you know gonna be one of those funny like you know the more, you know. the more you know, yeah, very much the more you know situation, you know, and, you know, just a very cool, you know, that, that Billy D. Williams-ish voice, and if you're not a gentleman, then why are you alive, <laughs> kind of thing. And uh, when we wrote Blessed and Highly Favored, uh, coming up with uh, the chorus all the things that we were saying kind of led up to, you know, and at the end of the day, sometimes you just need something that rhymes with the last thing you wrote. Uh, and so we had that there and it's like, well, 
that would both be, you know, from a rhyming standpoint, appropriate and just hilarious to say. So that's why we put that there. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, what is the story behind the song? Please know. And one other thought that I would like to pick your brains on um, collectively, what would the music video consist of with each of you? What role would each of you play in that music video for the song, Please Know? Oh, man. That's going to be a fun one. I I had an idea. Good. Uh, So this is Jen again. And um, uh, for Please Know, originally the guys, uh, they asked me, they're like, you know, we would really like an interlude to Don't. And um, they specifically wanted me to write it and um, to have it be something that on its own would be uh, really sort of sincere and and kind of my style, um, but that also in a way would um, sort of have a little bit of a joke to it when it played in with don't. Um, when we perform it live, we sort of blend the two together. Um, so it's sort of, um, yeah, it's just this thing about sort of throwing yourself in kind of full force like to a relationship in the beginning, even when you just know that it's not, <laughs> it's not going to work out, but still kind of doing it anyway. Um, and then I tried to kind of put something in there that would feed into don't and sort of the ridiculous and hilarious um, spirit of that song. So that's, that's pretty much it. I sum it up. All right. Yeah. It, it makes sense awesome. to me. What would the music video look like? Um, I think that um, these guys would probably take the lead on that as, <laughs> um, as far as, as taking it out. I think it would probably have at least like one totally badass, awesome woman in it for sure. Um, <laughs> hint, hint. Yeah. You know, just saying. I wonder who it would be. I don't know who that would be. Um, but I, I think it would be more an issue of hearing what these guys came up with and then telling them what would be okay and what would <laughs> and, and what's a no. So I'll see what they have to say. Who's, who's the most visual in the group? That would be I. Um, As far as uh, we joke about this all the time because Jen censors me. So, um, (laughs) and I appreciate this because, you know, it helps me from lawsuits. So it's cool. (laughs) So, like, you shouldn't say that. Um, When, when, hearing please know, it sounds dark but sweet. Like, she has a very calming voice, but the the tone and the, the piano is, is sinister in a sense so how i always picture please know and we were just talking about this before we were recording um i was like man please know it'd be really dope if like you just see her just singing a song ever so sweetly outside of a like looking outside of a window um and you know you think she's just like you know just reminiscing or she's looking in a somber way and then outside um, because you know it connects with don't so you know, the, the the camera was slowly pan out and you see like her ex-boyfriend getting his ass whooped. 
um, by people because you know, please no, don't. You know, so um, so I think that it would cool. And I, I often love like how just in general movies where things that appear one way aren't what they seem. You know, I'm a, I grew up a huge fan of Twilight Zone, things like that. So I would lean more towards that in the video. Have you seen SZA's music video for Supermodel? Not yet. No, no. Like I haven't. I'm mainly into like SZA's music. I have not looked at many of her okay. videos. Well, it's pretty similar to what you described the the visuals to be for that. So it'll be an that interesting sounds, um, that dope. band homework assignment. <laughs> That is yeah. well, now we now we have to check out Supermodel. I, Stop. Yeah, I listen to music. I hope I really you realize I'm pushing you guys to do a music video. I know. Okay. We okay. Get, we gather. You feel me? Yeah. You feel me across the country here? Okay, good. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> we are definitely on board with okay. that. Definitely. Well, um, I think that's pretty dope. And if I were to give a title, another title, um to your dope female uh, um, member, I would say Sweet Sinister Songstress. I like it. I like it. And it matches very yes. well. I love, I love sweet, <laughs> sinister music. That's why I love... Because um, the... Jen, Jen is sweet. She's sweet, but we don't fuck right. with her. Like, it's a thing. Like, it's a... Um, everybody is kind of scared. So, <laughs> but we we really respect Jen, and um, she has this. She has always has a tone where it's it's very um it's sweet and it's endearing, but it's dominant, and that's one of the things that uh that we love about her. And she keeps we got to keep up with her in the group sometimes. So she holds us together mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. That actually, uh, in a sad way, it reminds me of uh, the Cranberries lead singer. Um, Rest in peace, yeah, Miss Warden. Yeah. We love you and we'll miss you. Um, yeah, definitely sweet peace. and sinister. That's the kind of music I like. So I was like, that's dope. Oh, yeah. Where can our listeners uh, see more of your work? Um, online, offline? How can we find out more about you? Oh, man. Uh, we are on Facebook. Um, G-O-L dot L-I-F-E, uh, which is also the website. Uh, G-O-L dot L-I-F-E. You can actually find us at uh, also the Gentleman Elysia Collective um, on uh, YouTube and, and Spotify as well. iTunes, uh, Amazon Play, Google Play. We out here. Mm-hmm. We out here. And um, also, if you're online, if you catch us on Instagram, we're at Leisure Gents. All right. Cool. That's your Twitter handle, your Instagram handle. Yes. That's the. Okay. Yes, Instagram handle. Holla us on Instagram. Um, in the coming months, you're going to probably see us do a lot of ridiculous and cool things coming up. That's wonderful. And I'm, yeah, I'm going to mostly, my, my job is mainly to get Skylar in trouble. So um, I'm just going to do a bunch of stuff and blame it on Skylar. It's going to be great. And Jen's going to, Jen's going to scold me for it. Wow. So it's okay. Keeping people on their toes, I see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Well, I can't wait to see you guys live. That'll be an absolutely amazing experience to meet each and every one of you in person. And also more band members, because I know that it's not just the people present in your room that's a part of your team. 
So no, shout out so to them. I, I just want to give a I'm about to say quick shout out to Pope James. Um, James Pope, he's one of our drummers and producers. Um, also, Brendan Hardy is another drummer with us, and he's doing his thing. Um, you know, we have some friends, of course, that we work with. Of course, Paul Kraus, Kraus, um, Ramon Farley, and those guys. But they're not. Uh, they're definitely close to the group, um, and we're responsible for creating this album. So it was a fun process, and we'll continue to, you know, hold it down for the fam. Right on. Okay. Is there anything special that you want to share with the audience as a collective or any last thoughts you have? I'm good. Thank you so much for uh, having us on and listening. Do it. Christopher and I also co-host a, uh, a podcast called Profoundly Ignorant uh, that you can find on SoundCloud and uh, on Stitcher, um, uh, where we that podcast that we co-host with another friend of ours, Breezy Rumsey. Uh, nerd shit and current events, just you know, bullshit and being funny and being silly. The mic is moving a lot. I'm assuming uh, it's being passed around like, say something, say something. Let everybody know, please. Thank you all. If you haven't, uh, if you've listened to it or if you haven't listened before, thank you in advance. Listen to The Great and Powerful. This is a a crazy album to put together that that was years in the making and thought and process uh but once we finish it everybody's proud uh we're very proud of our work we're very proud to be working together it's a heartfelt album with a little bit of foolishness and um we all had a lot of fun making this album so thank you to thank you for interviewing us thank you for everybody for listening to us this has been a gifted sounds production you can check out Music Bay and more podcasts on giftedsounds.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you for listening.